Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the other side of life? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that you couldn't explain, but it changed your perception of reality forever? Are you the kind of person who has asked questions but failed to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If you are, you're not alone. And in this podcast, we will endeavor to answer some of those questions from a very misunderstood and overlooked source. This is the journey into spiritualism. Blessings one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. I'm Paul James Caden, and on today's show, we are going to be talking about America in crisis. And you know, I was really inspired to do this show because I was listening to some music the other day, and uh, there was this new MP3 album that I had picked up, and there was a song entitled Tears for America. And... I found that song to be almost a little prophetic in its lyrical content, and I shared it on my Facebook page. And I asked all of my Facebook friends to listen to that song, and as they did so, ponder what they really thought was important to them. Because in the long run, was it really important at all? Were your guns and your rebel flags and your attitudes of racial superiority really matter in the end? Or are these things that are going to rot this country, rot society from the inside out and inevitably cause us to fall? And because of our own ignorance, we destroy ourselves and this nation. Now, granted, this is not just an American problem. These are problems that everyone is facing all over the world, whether it's racial equality, one religion trying to take dominance over all of the others, everyone is facing the greed of the dishonest governments with people who have their own personal agendas rather than looking out for the good and welfare of all of the people. So I'll be talking about what's happening in America by and large in this podcast, but really, this is a global problem. There's nowhere on this earth where anyone is exempt 100% from these things that are happening right now in this country. And I really think, despite all of the problems we're facing in the world and in America right now with everything that is going on. The biggest problem we face is a spiritual crisis. In spiritualism, we say that the highest form of religion and spirituality is to live in harmony with God and the laws of nature. We respect the creation that God has given us, and we respect one another as fellow spiritual beings, and also as part of this creation. And I've asked myself the question lately that 
we've often looked at native men as being so ignorant. And some of them were. Some of them were very savage and very violent. But there were also those that were peaceable, and they did just that. They lived in harmony with their creator and with the laws of nature. But we've decided throughout time and throughout history that this was ignorance, that somehow man was supposed to dominate nature and have dominion over it. And we've abused the earth and abused one another. The superiority complex has always been a major problem. My religion is greater than your religion. My God is greater than your God. I'm greater than you are because of the color of my skin or because I have an education and went to a place called college and you did not. We look at the plants and the animals on the earth and we say, well, we as men, we as human beings, have far more intelligence than those things. Therefore, we are smarter and we are better. And so we will abuse and take and ravage and destroy, all in the name of technology and progress. But in fact, these things are taking us more backwards than we could ever imagine. So that question I've been asking myself lately is when did mankind decide that we wanted to stop walking outside and looking at the full moon and the star-filled skies at night? When did we stop looking at beautiful sunrises and sunsets and distant mountains and hills and valleys and listening to the birds and the sound of the wind as it rustled through the leaves on the trees? When did we stop doing that and finding awe and beauty and peace and tranquility in the creation that our Creator has given us? When did we decide it was better to make all of our attention or put all of our attention on technology and money and greed and power? And that in doing that, we even forgot the most important thing in our lives, and that is our connection with God, our connection to our divine creator. We've relegated that being to something that we visit once a week in a place called a church or a temple or a mosque. And we think that by having some man stand at a podium and give us a message based on his understanding of God, that somehow we have fulfilled our spiritual duty and have done all that we can do or should do. But in taking such a mechanical approach to our spirituality, we've also become poor agents or poor envoys of that divine spirit. We've began to create God in our own image. We mold him in the image of our favorite denomination or church or religion. If we are white men, we say, God is a white man. 
and he looks down upon those of a different skin color. In fact, they are inferior to us, and it is, it is our godly right to think such an incredibly asinine thought about another human being. We have people in today's day and age in Christian churches, many of these megachurches, who feel that God wants them to be rich, and that if you're not rich, well, somehow you lack faith, and you're not following the precepts of Christ, because secretly, unbeknownst by most people, Jesus was a very rich man. And so we always find ways to mold God in our image, to justify our hatred, our greed, our prejudice, our killing, our wars and holy wars. And we say that God blesses these things because he's just like us and he wants these things as well. But I would ask each and every person listening to this podcast the question, isn't the concept of God meant to make us better people? Isn't it meant to rise us above the things of this world and our petty thoughts and our lower base natures? Or is God there to simply magnify and glorify our base nature and give us a reason and an excuse to be just as dangerous and mean and greedy and terrible as we want to be, because after all, God is that way too. Or at least, we think he is. And this is why America and the world is in such a crisis right now, because this has been the prevailing attitude of man for far too long. How did we ever take the simple message that the riches of this world really amount to nothing by the time we reach the end of our lives? And it's how we lived our lives that really matters. And turn that around to put all the emphasis on the things of this world and say, this is how God blesses us, and if you don't have these things, or if you're not the same color as I am, well, you're less than. Haven't we missed the point when we have multi-billionaires in government claiming that they're followers of Christ yet considering themselves to be elitists or better than or the chosen ones who are to bring in the new Eden upon the earth and everyone else is just like bacteria, germs, or vermin to be exterminated and controlled if need be because that's just the way God really wants it and that is living in harmony with God's laws and the laws of nature how have we become so backwards in our thinking and doesn't the Bible itself say something that the day will come when good will be considered evil and evil will be considered good. But yet we can't get out of our own way to even realize these things. We want to stand up for what we want to stand up for and nothing else matters. And that song that I shared on Facebook, I'm going to be sharing 
a link to that song on YouTube in the description of this podcast. So wherever you're listening, I hope that you'll listen, and I hope that you'll ponder. Because we are at a a crucial crossroads in this country and in this world. People can't see past their own noses. We look, for example, at the Black Lives Matter movement. And we have people out there who say, well, all lives matter. What about me? Well, in one sense, they're right. All lives do matter. But they're missing the larger point through their own selfishness when it comes to the plea of the black community. Because let's face it, has there ever been a time in American history where an entire city was raided by black people who killed mostly all of the whites in certain villages and towns? No, there was not. But the opposite has happened, where the white people of communities have attacked black towns and black villages on a major mission of genocide. Check on the doctor who is the father of our modern-day gynecology, and his statue is outside of a very prestigious medical institute here in America, and the gentleman's name escapes me at the moment, but he is uh, considered the father of modern-day gynecology, and people want his statue taken down. Why? Isn't that being a little bit radical? Aren't these people being stupid? Well, maybe not when you look at what the father of gynecology had done. He took black women into his clinic and performed surgery on their genitals without anesthesia because he said it was impossible for black women to feel pain. Did black men come from Africa to America and take many people on ships and put them in shackles and take them back to Africa and turn them into slaves. No, they did not. But the white man here in America and other parts of the world went to Africa, put black men and women in shackles, brought them to this country and made them slaves. And they were whipped and they were beaten and they were killed and they were abused and they were looked at as being soulless animals who were nothing but savages. The atrocities against the black community, against black people, have been around for many, many years, and some of them are more horrendous than you even know, and there are more than most people probably even know about. So when we say, when people say black lives matter, this is what they're talking about, and I use this as an example. Because people will stand up and say, well, all lives matter, my life matters. Yes, it does. But it also matters, as children of God and spiritual beings, that some of us in this country, many of us in this world, stop looking at black people and people of color as less than, or being savages or animals who can't think, or who don't feel pain, or need to be slaughtered and destroyed because there's some kind of plague upon humanity. 
This is what Black Lives Matter is all about. But we can't see that. Because all we can think about is, well, I matter too. It's like having a next door neighbor who is beaten and raped and degraded and mutilated. And whether it be a man or a woman, they cry for help and you look at them and say, well, you know what? I shouldn't be abused either when you're not abused. But this is our mindset. This is what we think. We can't get out of our own way. Because we've lost sight of what really matters. We've lost sight of living according to the laws of God and in harmony with nature. And by doing that, we've lost sight of many of the precepts and teachings of all religions that show us something different, that show us a better way, that tell us that we need to love and respect and have compassion for one another. And that when we die, when we leave this world, the most important thing is not our money, not our guns, not our rebel flags, not the color of our skin. It's how we lived our lives. It's the love we shared with others. It's the compassion we had on others. Do we really think when we leave this world and stand before God that he will ask us how many guns that we owned? Did we support the Second Amendment? Were we white or were we black? Were we prejudiced and did we hate the right people? Or hate the right people because of the color of their skin? Will he ask us how much money we had? And berate us if we were poor because we weren't part of the elites like he wanted us to be? Will he ask us how many wars we fought or how many people we killed? Or if we hung the rebel flag from our doorsteps? Will he ask us any of these things, and will any of these things matter in the sight of God? And that's why I put that song on Facebook, and that's why I ask people to listen and to ponder. Because are these things really what matters to God? Are they really what's going to get us into heaven? Are they really what makes us godly people or good Christians? Or are we just fooling ourselves and rotting and destroying this nation and even ourselves from the inside out? Because we've strayed so far from the truth, so far from the light. Whatever made us come to the conclusion that we can live like hell on earth and then expect the gates of heaven to open for us when we leave this world? Can we really sit there and hate another man or woman because of the color of their skin and say that that's okay? And that God is going to give us a pat on the back for that and say, you've done right. As Jesus said, those words God's will speak, God will speak to his people. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter the kingdom prepared for you before the foundation of the world. Is that what God will say to us? Because we owned enough guns, hated the right people, had enough money, oppressed others, had all kinds of crazy hidden agendas and race superiority. 
Or is that going to end us up in one of the hell realms when we leave this world? A place of suffering where the lessons we should have learned in this world, in this life, are much, 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 much harder to learn in the next because it is in a place of greater suffering than this. And we have to ask ourselves, are we going to be any more accepted by God because we belong to the right political party or support the right political party? These are all of the illusions that so many people are under today. And we are certainly under that illusion here in America. It doesn't matter to me what political party or what politician someone supports. But I think we have to be wise and, again, get out of our own way and think about the words of Christ when he said, By their fruits you shall know them. And when we have a president who says that the virus should be allowed to just ravage through America, and a vice president who asked by a reporter to say the words Black Lives Matter, and he, but he could not and would not say those words. The vice president of the United States, who is supposed to be a Christian man, a God-believing man, and when we have a man who is president of the United States putting posts on social media with blatant Nazi symbolism that is actually taken down by the social media site. But yet people clamor around this man and say, he is from God. He's doing God's work. We support this individual because he's going to make us and America great again. Now, I know some people will deny these things, and some people will not like to hear these things. It will make them angry. But I'm not saying these things in judgment. I'm not saying these things because I'm for one political party and not the other. No. Me, personally, I'm for whoever does the right thing. But in politics, the person who does the right thing seems very hard to find in this day and age. And again, I think we need to get out of our own way. We need to look at what people are saying and doing and how they're acting around us and say, is this really something God would support? When these individuals stand before God, how will they be judged? How will their lives be viewed? And how will my life be viewed if I stand with them? and fully 100% support every terrible thing that they do just because they're part of the political party that I believe in. And here we are again, propping up what's important to us and not asking the big questions. Is this really important? Is this right? Is this godly? Is this from God? And how will God judge this when it comes before him in that final day? Is this living in harmony with God and the laws of nature? 
And it saddens me to think that most people who will listen to this podcast will either leave a nasty comment, send me a nasty email, or just turn it off. Because we've absolutely lost the ability to look at ourselves and ask those bigger questions, to judge ourselves in the light of the love of God. And ask ourselves, am I doing right? Is this something I will be proud of when I stand before my creator one day? We've somehow gotten this idea that just because a thought floats in between our ears and our minds that it's the right thought because it's my thought. It's what I believe and there's no questioning it. It's right even if it's wrong. And that, my brothers and sisters, is a very dangerous place to be in, spiritually. And it's a very dangerous place to be in when it comes to the future of our world. Because as I've said in the beginning of this show, it's something that will rot a nation, a country, a village, a town, a society, a person from the inside out and destroy them and everything around them. But it's our choice. We have free will. Go back and listen to some of my other podcasts that we're all souls learning a lesson, purifying our souls here in this world as we make our journey back towards God. How are you doing on that journey? How are you doing in that soul purification process? So when I say, listen to the song, think and ponder, this is what I'm talking about. Are your politics and your politicians and your guns and your flags and your racial superiority and our arrogance and our ego, are all of these things purifying our souls? Are they making us better people? Are they making the world a better place? Are they making us more worthy of the presence of God when we leave this world? We've got to be honest with ourselves because if we're not, the end will be catastrophic. And I know that's kind of a scary thing to say and a scary thing to hear, but I also want to leave a word of encouragement for that. Or, or with that, for all you people out there, for all of us who are really trying to learn the lessons, all of us who are doing the best we can, trying to make things right, we're praying, we're standing with our brothers and sisters, we're trying to make a difference. We're not getting into superficial spirituality or pseudo-political spirituality. We're trying our best to make a difference. Trust me when I tell you this. You're not going to be cast to the wolves. There will be prote protection and preservation. And at the very least, there will be great peace if trouble does find its way to your door. And God and the angels will give you that peace because you've walked with them and you did your absolute best for them in this world. So take heart. And don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. 
because for the most part you will be like Lot who was taken out of Sodom and Gomorrah before the judgment fell. So don't let this overwhelm you if you're a good person trying to do what is right in this very difficult time in this country's history and in the history of the world. God has got your back. The angels stand with you. The good spirits of the heavenly realms are there with you and they support you. They haven't forgotten about you and they will not abandon you. And for each and every one of us, this is a time when we have to be a light. And there may be only a few people that see that light and say, gee, you know, they're right. But at least it's a few. And that's better than none at all. We're still doing God's work. If we help one person out of a thousand to see the light and get out of that chaos and mayhem that's all around them. And don't judge the people who are doing bad. This is something that I've been meditating on and thinking about and praying about, and it keeps coming back to me over and over again to not judge these people because they're lost souls who are far away from their creator. And we just, uh, we just have to keep being that light as much as we can while we're here. But maybe there's also a lesson in all of this for us to learn greater compassion, greater patience, not to look with such hatred and anger and fear at the actions of others, but rather rise above it. So this is certainly something to consider as well, and I think it's very important. It's a difficult thing to watch. I certainly know that it is. And a lot of politicians and religions and denominations and religious people are showing their true colors at this time. Because it's not about God anymore. It's about the racial superiority. It's about the hatred. It's about keeping certain people oppressed. It's about the guns and it's about the selfishness and the greed. And having dominion over everything and everyone that doesn't believe like we believe. And folks, that's not love. And that is not a place that you want to run to for refuge and join that battle cry because that will take you further away from God than you ever thought possible. But maybe this is a good thing. Maybe our man-made religions and our man-made constructs of God are falling. They're toppling like the useless idols of old. And some of us are standing by to say, now when all that is over with, allow us to help you catch a vision of what God is really like. And maybe that's where a greater peace on earth starts. Because the old paradigm has fallen away. And wasn't the very first podcast that I ever did on journey into spiritualism called Rising Above the Old Paradigm. Maybe that was a little bit prophetic 
in and of itself. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today. As always, I hope you got something out of this. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, don't get discouraged, don't let all this overwhelm you or burden you. Be kind and loving and compassionate to one another, and I'll see you next time here on The Journey.